The following is a recorded program of a live show. Please do not call in, but feel free to send messages on our WhatsApp line at 876-283-9533. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. May the peace and blessings of God be unto you. Hello dear listeners, welcome once again to the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica with your usual program educating the general public, answering your questions and also responding to all the concerns you may have about the religion of Islam. I am your host Imam Ibrahim Fawson. This program is brought and sponsored uh, by the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica and for the sake of the new listeners, the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is one of the over 70 denominations within the fold of Islam. This community believes in the advent of the reformer of the age in the person of His Holiness Mirza Ghulam Ahmed, may peace be upon him. Spread across over 200 countries, the Ahmadiyya Muslim community is a peace-loving religious community which rejects any form of violence against God's creation. Our motto has always been love for all and hatred for none. As usual, in the course of today's program, if you wish to send in your uh, contributions, please do so via WhatsApp and the number to do so is 876-283-9533. Again, 876-283-9533. Today on the program, we are going to look at New Year's celebration and related matters, the Islamic perspective. By the grace and the mercy of Allah the Almighty, we have been blessed to witness yet another year. And the year 2020, which just passed, is undoubtedly going to be a year which is like no other, or which was like no other. And for many people, we will live with the memories of the year 2020. In spite of the challenges, of course, there were some other um, things that we believe we can appreciate and also give thanks for. Of course, in the scriptures we are told that in all things we should give thanks to God. And for that reason, we shall take a look at the year which just passed, 2020, and its challenges and the surprises. And then also going forward into 2021, we shall be observing some of the ways Muslims meet the new year and other related matters. Joining us to do this discussion as usual is Imam Tariq Azim, President and Missionary in Charge of the Ahmadiyya Muslim Community. Imam Tariq, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullah and welcome to the program. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. May peace and blessings of Allah be upon you and all the listeners. Thank you very much. And um, of course, we would convey a heartfelt Happy New Year to all our listeners who, um, by the grace of God, have been enabled to join us in the year 2021. Of course, many people would have wished that um, they also 
during the year as we are blessed to do. Unfortunately, they were not um, given that opportunity. And for those of us who have been um, alive to witness this year, I believe there is a lot to give thanks, you know, for despite the challenges. Imam Tariq, as I said, before we get into even looking at the year 2021, let's take a look back at the year 2020. It is going to generally be a year that will be remembered for many reasons. COVID is one of them, um, many surprises. But then, for the larger population, of course, COVID, if you talk about 2020, COVID will be on their mind. To some people, it might not be COVID, but something else. Take a, I mean, a look at the people of Lebanon who had a very you know, terrible explosion a couple of you know, months ago. The, the impact of that situation may outweigh their experience with COVID. How was 2020 in general? Yes, um, year 2020, as you mentioned rightly, that it was a year unlike any other year that um, most of us have, have experienced in our lives before. And there are many things that uh, you, I, and other people can complain about. We can say that this was wrong or this was bad or this was, uh, you know, something very tragic that happened. As we know, because of COVID, uh, many people lost their jobs. That was another aspect of it. Not that, I mean, in the sense, um, you know, not in the sense of health that people were affected by COVID. There were millions that were, but even beside that, that weren't affected uh, through the virus by itself. Uh, they were affected because they lost their jobs or they were not getting as much as much work as they used to before uh, COVID-19. So there's a lot of things that we can look at uh, from the negative side, but we have to keep in mind that even when you know we are in extreme difficult situations, uh, we if we look around at the blessings of God Almighty upon us, we will find that there are more blessings than there are challenges around us. Allah the Almighty says in the Holy Quran in chapter 14, verse 8, if you are grateful, I will surely bestow more favors on you. And, you know, this is a beautiful teaching of the Holy Quran that even whatever the situation we might be passing through, if we are grateful to Allah the Almighty, we will be receiving more blessings from Allah the Almighty. So even if you're passing through a time of distress and uh, you know a lot of anxiety, uh, if we find those blessings of Allah showering upon us, then in result of those blessings, we will see that Allah will shower us with even more blessings. So this is again, uh, you know, uh, 2020 was no different in this sense that if uh, we were able to thank, be grateful to Allah the Almighty, to God Almighty, for keeping us alive, for keeping us healthy, for, uh, you know, even though it may have been tough to find work for some, but at the same time, uh, we were able to, uh, to battle through, we were able to survive. If we thank God Almighty for this, then of course, as it is a promise of Allah that he will bestow more favors upon us. He will make it more convenient for us. He will, you know, shower more blessings upon us. And also, uh, when we look at this uh, rule, of, uh, you know, um, society, not society, but this rule that has been created by God Almighty, which is mentioned in the Holy Quran, 
Yeah. This is from chapter 2 and God Almighty says that uh, he does not burden any soul beyond its capacity, beyond its uh, you know, ability to cope, okay. whatever it can cope with. So, you know, in 2020, whatever we have gone through, Allah the Almighty had prepared us for that in one way or another. So that we can, you know, go through these challenges and come out in a, in a manner where we know, uh, you know, a, a, a strengths that we might not have known before. So in many ways, as I said, uh, there are countless blessings as well, uh, even among the challenges that we have seen in, uh, in, the, in the year of 2020. And the more grateful we are to God Almighty for, for all the blessings that he is showering upon us, the more blessings we will be witnessing. Of course, being optimistic, we have to look at the, the positives. If somebody is telling you that um, for him or her, there's nothing good he saw about the year 2020, what are some few uh, indications you can give that constitute some of the positives that you think going forward in 2021 we should carry along with us? There, there are many positives as well. I mean, again, we have to look, but we will find many. For example, when um, COVID-19 was new, um, you know, in our society and many things got halted because of the lockdowns initially. And there were no, the children were not going to schools. Many people were not, most people were actually not going to any kind of jobs. It was difficult. But then we found ways to cope with it, to manage with it, right? To live with yeah. it. Yeah. For example, education started, to, we resumed education, children started going to school, instead of physically going to, uh, the, you know, to the building, they went online and started to learn online. Yes, there are many shortcomings in this regard, uh, even today, but we are improving day by day our online learning. You know, one simple thing, for example, many uh, people in our society uh, used to get sick throughout the year, throughout the history, yeah. just because of poor hygiene. They wouldn't wash their hands. They would eat whenever they're, you know, coming from outside or wherever they're going. This year has taught us the importance of washing our hands. And it is not just this practice has not just protected us from COVID-19, but at, at the same time from other uh, possible viruses and the infections that go around uh, and cause trouble to us each year. So it, that is another positive that we have learned because of this situation that we were put through uh, because of COVID-19. Then we look at the you know improvement in improvements in doing businesses, health safety measures adopted by most of the businesses across the island, across the world actually, uh, the safety measures they have adopted, uh, they should not just help us in this year in the you know 2020 2021, rather they sh it should go forward and help us in the years ahead as well, because now we have learned that you know we how we should protect our health at all times, not just. Uh, in the time of coronavirus or some other, you know, a particular virus. But at all times, we, we, we are to remain vigilant and to, to protect ourselves against uh, any kind of future virus as well, inshallah. I mean, that is, if we, uh, whatever we have learned, if we keep practicing it uh, to some extent in the future, uh, especially once we know that coronavirus has, uh, you know, uh, been eliminated and, uh, or, it, you know, have, have, has been brought to the point that it's not a threat anymore, even then, these practices, if we continue some of these practices, then it will be a very good thing that we have learned from this time and it will protect us in the, uh, in the time going forward. 
another aspect of uh, positive uh, you know uh, thing that we have learned in this phase is how interconnected we are right yeah uh, you see the virus started from one particular place in the world somewhere in china they say and how it spread to spread all over the world why did it spread because we are so connected you know god almighty has mentioned this in the in the holy quran that how in the last days in the time of the promised messiah or the time when this community our community was to be established the world was going to become one big global village and because of that is the interconnectedness of our community our world so that is the we we have realized this to a greater extent today right that we are connected but at the same time not just in that aspect we are connected now because of the technology that we have because of you know uh, apps such as whatsapp viber zoom and other things we are connected with each other all over the world all the time right yeah. in the time in this whole year 2020 the people were going to school as i mentioned earlier uh, online people were doing jobs sitting at home online many people that can right yeah uh, many family gatherings were happening online so many uh, events such as uh, thanksgiving or easter or christmas or eid or whatever festivals were being celebrated sometimes people were not families were not able to come together into the same household and they were doing they doing so online in a in a virtual sense right yeah uh, again there were weddings smaller weddings were held and many other people many other family members were able to participate virtually even funerals right yeah the burials and funerals many aspects of that were were done in a different manner and that is something that we have learned uh in the year 2020 that how because of the technology that we do have today we are so connected with each other that even if we have to be kept apart because of virus or any other reason we are still with each other and we can support each other we can take care of each other whatever the situation might be now looking at the negative of course people would have a lot to say about the negative but um in general what are some of the negatives that we observed in the year 2020 that going forward as uh, people we should leave behind us and you know pick up a new leaf there is a lot of things i mean that we need to fix in our society a lot of things but that's not just 2020 in the sense of you know when we are looking at it in the sense of covid yeah generally we need to improve but i think what we can look at is that where we might have made some ground where we might have made some improvement and going forward we should continue to uh, you know work on uh, on the progress that we have started to make uh, one thing that we achieved or i should say came to light was racial discrimination not just in the us where there were big riots but across the globe we we came to learn about racial discrimination discrimination based on our uh, color difference yeah. and uh, you know it's not just based on people from one country or another country or one continent or another continent even people from this you know same country same continent everything you know uh, same about them Yeah. just uh, treated differently because of their skin color or that even, is even but, to that extent we have seen even because of the tribe that they may belong to because we have in some cases we have different tribes with different cultural practices exactly so i mean that is something that we we as a uh, global community realized in the year 2020 and we tried to make amends 
and hopefully this discussion, this conversation can go into the year 2021 as well and, and going forward. And we're hopefully able to make some positive changes into our life. We can leave all that discrimination and racism of that sort behind us. And hopefully in 2021, we can treat each other more, you know, in, in, in more equally, look at each other more equally and respect each other as equal human beings. Hopefully this is something that we can establish. Other than that, yes, there's still many, many things that we have to improve. Um, we saw social neglect of the poor and the weak in our society and in the you know, uh, entire you know, world as well. Yeah. We saw that uh, Rohingya Muslims that traveled out of uh, you know, Myanmar uh, two, three years ago because of the persecution they faced there, even till this day, they're still struggling to find a home. People might have forgotten about them yeah. because they're not in the news as much anymore, but they're still struggling. You know, millions have had to migrate and leave their homes. They're living in camps in Bangladesh or in other countries. And now they're being forced out of wherever they had camped as well because no real arrangement was made for them by the society, by the world. You know, nobody yeah. pressured anyone to, to get them their rights. Then we also look at what is happening in Yemen. Uh, a, a small country just below Saudi Arabia. It has been going through a lot of uh, war and other tragedies for past several years now. And nobody is there to defend this poor country, this poor nation, because the one that is attacking it is supported by uh, you know, some of the biggest powers in the world. Saudi Arabia uh, has been uh, you know, killing, murdering, uh, many innocent people of Yemen for past several years. And because it is supported by many of the Western countries, such as the US and other major countries, major world powers, um, not much is being done to help their situation. Yes, the UN and all other countries are calling it the biggest humanitarian crisis um, of past, you know, of, of, for a very long time. But at the same time, very little is being done because we are not speaking out about some of these issues as much as we need to. We are not approaching these issues in the manner that we should approach. So hopefully in 2021, we wake up and we start to speak out for all these people that are being, that are being uh, you know, affected because of injustice in various parts of the world. And hopefully uh, this year turns out to be a better year for such people than last year was or the years before. When you mentioned the uh, situation in Myanmar with um, respect to the uh, the Rohingya people and also the Yemen situation, it you know brought to light something that sometimes we don't um, think about. But Allah the Almighty, in His wisdom, brings some situations for the general people so that we have a feel of what others go through. If we told anybody who was impacted, I mean, who felt so bad during COVID, if we told that person that um, there is a situation which is almost like 10 times more than COVID, they would not believe it. And this is what some people live through almost throughout their, their life, uh, looking at this, um, the, the Myanmar uh, situation and also the crisis in Yemen. So these are things that I think we can learn from Considering what we were locked down, during lockdowns, how we felt, 
and people are behind bars who are innocent and they have been given perpetual you know lockdown without any hope any any anywhere and i believe all these things are things that um, as a society we need to reflect upon and i believe it could also mean one of the positives that we can take from the the covid situation indeed indeed and hopefully um in 2021 we can make it a year where we bring about those positive changes and continue to make improvement because the thing is that any change that we established last year uh it it is not uh completely uh you know uh, what should i say like for example racial discrimination yeah. whatever uh steps we uh, took to bring this to light and try to remove discrimination there's still a lot of progress that needs to be made so this yeah. was a good starting point but a lot of effort needs to be made in the year that that has now started and even going forward so that these these um, these positives that we have achieved in the year 2020 can continue to be on the right track and we can continue to benefit uh, or make our society better in the years going forward and also let's look at crime it is something that we have lived with for those of us here in jamaica we've lived with it for quite a number of years and when you look at the crime statistics from the jamaican constabulary force um, website it shows that by the end of december usually they end it they start from january 1 to december 26 and comparing that to the previous year 2020 1301 people were murdered in Jamaica alone and as compared to the previous year i think the figure was 1326 which of course gives an indication of a downward trend but then look at the number uh, involved 1301 and if you compare that one to the number of people who have died from covid unfortunately as it is that is 303 from the last time i checked so if you look at it we have a situation on our hands which is more severe than covid that we have been living with however if you ask anybody on the street about the challenges last year you know we went through covid would be the number one but look at the the the, the comparison 1301 and 303 So it it shows that there is a serious challenge that going forward we should as we try to fight covid we should also give similar attention to crime and even if some of the measures that were adopted to stem down the covid could be adopted to check crime i believe every single life saved is worth you know um working for no matter how much effort we put in indeed indeed I mean the difference that you you have pointed out I mean between the murders that take place each year in our country versus the uh, deaths related to covid there's four five times difference yeah there's far far more people dying because of murders than because of covid so if we are I mean if we are serious about improving our crime situation then we have to take it as seriously as we have taken covid in the year 2020 and we will make we will will achieve uh great success i'm sure if we are to take such steps as a community as a, as a country and uh, i'm sure we can bring uh the violence down in our country as well thank you very much imam tariq azim and if you just joined us you are with the ahmedia muslim community here in jamaica 
Today we are talking about the New Year celebration and related matters looking at it from the Islamic perspective. And um, the gentleman you heard, I mean, speaking and giving us some education is Imam Tariq Azim, president and missionary in charge of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community. If you wish to send in your contribution, please do so via WhatsApp, and the number to do so is 876-283-9533. Imam Tariq, you have given us, you've taken us through um, the experiences in the year 2020, giving us some positive, you know, uh, trends that we can build upon going forward and also some negative that we can and we should leave behind. Let's now look at the new year 2021 and um, responding to some of the questions we receive with regards to New Year celebration. Do Muslims celebrate New Year and if yes, in what form? As Muslims, um, in a way, yes, we do celebrate New Year. Uh, but it is very, very different uh, from most of the people, the way they celebrate it. Okay. When we look around the globe, uh, how are people celebrating New Year? You know, just, just turn on the TV around a few minutes before uh, turn of the year, before midnight uh, on New Year's Eve, you will see what's going on in the world. I'm not talking about this year that was because of COVID, but normally... Uh, we see that the downtown or the city centers are packed with people, uh, bars and other drinking places are packed with people. People are there uh, drinking themselves, you know, out of senses and they're partying, they're dancing. That is how they're ending the year yeah. and then starting the new year as well. This is how they're celebrating the coming of, an, you know, of, of the new year. I often wonder to myself that what are they celebrating? What is it that they're celebrating? If you change the number from 2020, change the zero to one 2021, is that a cause of celebration? I don't think so. I don't think there is anything to celebrate just because a number has changed, right? The, yeah. the year or the date has changed. If that is all that has changed, then there is nothing to celebrate. That is rather the most horrific way uh, to start a new year, to end the old one and start a new one, because you might not have lived your entire year as bad as you're uh, living your last night of the year. You're spending it, wasting it, wasting yourself rather um, in your vain desires that is not helping you in any real way, right? You're just finding an excuse to party and calling it a New Year celebration. No, it has nothing to do with the celebration of the New Year. If that celebration means that you are going to become a better person, if if the if you are going to change with the change in year, then it is a cause of celebration. Then you can say that yes, I'm celebrating a New Year. But if nothing has changed, everything is staying the same, and you're ending the year partying, you're starting the New Year partying then what have you achieved? Then what are you celebrating? This is something that baffles me that just because the year, uh, you know, from uh, 2020, it says 2021, now we're going to celebrate. There is literally no reason to celebrate just the change of uh, a number, really, right? Yeah. So as Muslims, when we talk about New Year, we feel that it is, uh, you know, an opportunity to, uh, to say goodbye to our 
bad habits that we might have had in the past year and start the new year in a fresh and a positive manner, hoping to become a better human being. That is what you know, can be a cause of new celebration. It is, it is a new commitment that we are making with ourselves with the year that is ending and, and the, you know, the, uh, the new year that is starting, that in the coming year, we will be a much better human being. We'll try to do this, 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 this thing better than what we did in the year, year past. Otherwise, there is nothing really to celebrate. So Ahmadi Muslims, whenever a new year comes around, uh, we, we have kind of a, a set routine that we've been following for a long time now. And uh, that is what we do, uh, we, uh, what we try to do. Uh, keeping in mind that we try to end our year on a positive note and start the new year on a positive note as well. When the year, uh, when the, you know, uh, around 12, around midnight, when the new year is basically about to start, most of us, a minute or two or a few minutes before that, what we start doing is, if you're still awake at that time, we yeah. start praying, we start offering uh, two voluntary prayers, at least two voluntary prayers. Um, and in that prayer, we just thank Allah the Almighty for all the blessings that he has given us. And we pray that, oh Allah, even though I might have had many, many, many shortcomings uh, throughout this year, but I finish, I end my year in your name and I start the new year in your name. And if whatever shortcomings I had, please forgive me. And in the coming year, please enable me to continue doing good works, good things throughout, you know, uh, throughout this year. So most Ahmadi Muslims, if they are awake around midnight time, what they do is they pray to God Almighty. They end the year and when it's midnight, they're still praying. And sometime after, uh, when the new year has already started, their prayer ends. And this is how most of us start our new year. There's a story uh, of, um, of our uh, caliph, our, you know, our uh, former head of our worldwide head of our community, yeah. His Holiness Mirza Tahir Ahmed. He passed away in 2003 and uh, after him, uh, His Holiness Mirza Masood Ahmed, uh, is, you know, uh, was elected as the caliph and he's the current head of our community. Okay. But the, uh, His Holiness Mirza Tahir Ahmed, he, he narrated an incident from 1950s when he was visiting London for some education. And he says that uh, one night uh, I was traveling in there, uh, you know, by the transit, by transit, and uh, uh, it was around midnight. And when it, when the time came, uh, basically 12 o'clock, I was at a transit station and um, I noticed that I cannot reach home, basically. So he, he said that I decided to put out a paper on the ground and offer my voluntary prayers there to mark the end of the year and start of the new year. So he said, I, I you know, I started praying to God Almighty. And uh, he says, I wasn't doing anything special because that is something I and most other uh, members of Ahmadiyya Muslim community do anyways. So he yeah. said, I started praying to God Almighty. And he's like, while I was praying, I noticed that there was a person uh, close by. He was staring at me and he was crying. And as soon as he says, as soon as my prayer ended, I approached him that, everything is okay. I mean, uh, what happened? You were looking at me and you were, uh, tears are coming down your eyes. Everything is okay. And, uh, you know, the man replied that, you know, here you are at the turn of the year, at New Year's Eve, you are worshiping God Almighty. You're welcoming the new year by thanking God Almighty, by praying to God Almighty. And outside there are hundreds of thousands of people that are, you know, 
lost. They, they have no purpose, uh, spiritual purpose. They don't realize the spiritual purpose in their life. And they're just out there drinking and partying and doing other uh, unnecessary things. And again, I mean, this is how Ahmadi Muslims start the new year by thanking God Almighty for all the blessings, seeking forgiveness for our past year's mistakes, sins, and trying to start the new year in a better manner. Then again, in the morning, you know, next morning after, on the 1st of January, basically, before dawn, much before dawn, still sort of, you know, in, in nighttime, basically, um, Ahmadi Muslims gather in their closest mosque and offer extended voluntary prayers. That is in the morning around four o'clock, 4.30 in the morning, that's when they gather and offer uh, voluntary prayers. This year, because of COVID, we were not able to have um, congregational prayers yeah. uh, at our mosque, but people in their homes with their families still offered um, you know, uh, these extended voluntary prayers. And the purpose was to pray to God Almighty to grant us strength so that we can remain steadfast, so that we can uh, so that we can become, uh, you know, improve our relationship with God Almighty in the new year that, that we are starting, better than what we have been able to achieve in the past. So this is how we, uh, we start the new year. And in many uh, large cities uh, around the globe, our uh, Ahmadi Muslim youth, they go out and uh, they clean up the city. You know, when people are out there partying in the city centers in downtowns, uh, they leave a lot of mess. And our Ahmadi Muslim youth, they go out and clean up the city as well, clean up the mess that people may have left behind. And this is our way of you know, serving humanity at that time. So how do we as Ahmadi Muslims start the new year? We start the new year by remembering God Almighty and serving humanity. These two things, which are the fundamentals of our religion, we start the year by these things and then we try uh, for the rest of the year as well to follow uh, you know, what we have started and continue that going forward. Thank you very much, Imam Talik Azim. And of course, we understand that every day constitutes a year in a person's life. However, if time is fixed as a point of reflection where you can take stock of what happened in the previous 365, 66 days, and also look going forward, um, set some targets, looking at the ups and downs from the previous you know, year, you set some targets that you'll be able to work towards. Then, of course, I believe it is something you know, worth doing. It is not just for fun. How unfortunate will a person be ending one year in a mess and also starting a new year in a mess by way of drinking and you know unnecessary um, you know practices which of course um, infringe upon some societal um, regulations with that said Imam Tariq, let's look at um, what we should look up to of course you've stated some of them but then as a religious people of course we pray in the night where it can be said to be the crossover we engage ourselves in optional prayers but then going forward entering the year from the first day of the year to the end what should we look up to entering a new year uh, we should always look forward to improve ourselves we should aim to become a better version of ourselves 
how can we do that? We can do that by, um, you know, holding ourselves accountable for whatever we have done in the past, meaning doing sort of a, an accountability exercise for ourselves. We can look at how our relationship was with God Almighty in the past year. Okay. How did we fare in regards to prayers? How did we, how regular were we in uh, the month of fasting during the year, as well as at other times, how regularly were we fasting? How regularly were we attending a mosque or a church during this year? Right? This is something that as Muslims, we look for, uh, we, we, this is, we, we see ourselves where we stand when we see how regular we were at our, visiting our mosque. Then we can also see that how uh, our relationship was with other uh, other other humans, other you know, with the creation of God Almighty, how regularly were we serving humanity in the year uh, that that is that that just ended? How often did we donate our blood to a blood bank just so that uh, you know anybody in need uh, with a similar blood type can be can be um, helped? So then, beside this, I mean, how regularly did we share food? with our neighbors, with our other people, with people who might be in need around us. So these are just some things that we can look at, do an you know, accountability exercise for ourselves that how did we do or what did we do in the past year? And then we can make a plan for the next year. We start the new year with optimism and with good planning that how we can enter this new year in the right frame of mind with the right planning with us. But keep in mind that we make a plan, but at the same time, we should be, we know that not everything will go according to our plan. We will try to do the best we can. For example, we started 2020, year 2020, with, with a lot of different plans, right? Both spiritual uh, yeah. as well as, uh, uh, you know, worldly goals and uh, religious goals, all types of goals we had in our mind. But then when the year started, just two or three months into it, we noticed that uh, many of the countries, um, you know, including our island, were basically shut down. They were, it was difficult to go ahead with the plans that we had made in some, with some of the plans. So we modified them. We were ready to uh, make changes based on the situation, but we started the year in optimism and with some good planning. That's what, um, you know, that's how we should be entering a new year every year. Thank you very much, Imam Tariq Azim. And um, as I said, if you are, if you've just joined us, you are listening to the Ahmadiyya Muslim community here in Jamaica. And today we are taking a look at New Year's celebrations and related matters from the Islamic perspective. And um, in case you've missed the earlier segments of the program, you can visit our Facebook page. Ahmadiyya Muslim Jamaat Jamaica and this and previous other programs are going to be available. Imam Tariq, let's look at New Year's resolutions and it is something that dominates almost every year. What is the Islamic view on New Year's resolution and how to achieve them? Yes, uh, resolutions, everybody or most people I should say start the New Year with some type of resolution and uh, that is actually a very good thing because, you know, the new year, coming of new year, gives us that opportunity to believe that we are getting a fresh start. Yeah. 
not that we have achieved something but giving us a fresh start to make ourselves better in the coming year and many people do start with the, with the you know with the new year resolutions that they will uh, try to be more uh, religious they will try to be more healthier they will try to manage their finances better different uh, resolutions that they come up with um, so similarly as muslims we we try to come up with our own uh, new year resolutions as well and uh, the holy quran guides us that how we can try and achieve these resolutions okay. not just in time of new years but at any time that we make a resolution we make a commitment to ourselves how we can go about achieving them so i i took uh, took out a few verses from the holy quran just to give ourselves an idea that how we can try and attain or achieve our resolutions that we are making in chapter 53 of the holy quran verse 14 god almighty says and that man will have nothing but what he strives for what this verse means is that we need to put effort into achieving our resolutions our goals whatever targets we are setting we need to put effort to achieve those goals unless and until we put effort we will not be able to achieve anything okay just because we wrote down our resolutions on a piece of paper or or on our phone we're not going to achieve them automatically if we say that i'm going to lose 10 or 15 pounds um you know in next 3 months or by the end of the year i want to lose 30 pounds it's uh, we're not going to lose just because we made that resolution resolution means we have to put into you know our resolution into action our goal our target into action then we can achieve something so this is what this verse of the holy quran says that we will have nothing but except for what we strive for okay so we have to strive we have to put effort into our new year's resolutions if we want to achieve them just by sitting idle just by making uh, you know uh, plans on a board or on a book in a notebook or on your phone we will not be able to achieve anything we have to put effort in and this is the rule number 1 it 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 seems very simple and obvious but this is where most of us lag behind this is where most of our uh, you know resolutions fail because we are not ready to put the effort in that's is one of the problems then uh, in another verse of the holy quran that is taken from chapter 18 verse 24 god almighty says and say not of anything i am going to do it tomorrow meaning that you know you should not procrastinate you should not leave your goals your ambitions to be uh, to be acted upon another time so if you are saying that my new year's resolution is this then right away get to it and start working on it because if you say that i will do this tomorrow or another time then that is how uh, it is possible that most of your year rest of you know the new year that you're starting might just entirely be wasted because you you keep postponing you keep procrastinating in what you plan or what you desire to achieve so this is rule number 2 which goes uh, along with effort yes we all believe that if i am going to lose 30 pounds in the in the year 2021 i have to work out but if i procrastinate and uh, and I, i i say that okay i'll start start tomorrow i'll start next week that when we are doing that we 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 are not committed to our goal and most likely we will not achieve what we set out for ourselves number 3 um there is a saying of holy prophet muhammad peace and blessings of god be upon him 
said that the acts most pleasing to Allah are those which are done continuously, even if they are small. So this is rule number three that I would, uh, you know, uh, if I'm presenting here for our New Year's resolutions that how, if you want to achieve them, what we need to do. The Prophet said that even if what you are doing is small, be consistent with it. If you are consistent, even if it is a small activity, yeah. then you will be able to achieve the big goal that you set out for yourselves. A lot of times when people set their New Year's resolutions, what they do is they set goals, such large goals in front of them that make it impossible to follow through, that make it impossible to achieve. So what happens is on the very next day, they give up. So it's important that we set goals, which are, even if they're small, something that we can follow with consistency, that is where we will be able to achieve our uh, New Year's resolutions. So three points uh, that, the, you know, that, that I, there's, there's many more verses and uh, sayings of the prophet that can be presented, but I've presented three. Number one, if we wish to achieve New Year's resolutions, then we have to put effort Number two, we cannot procrastinate. Number three, we have to be consistent. Even if our you know, task that we have assigned ourselves, it's very small. If we do it consistently, we will achieve great results through it. So we don't, you know, we have to understand that we cannot change. Uh, we cannot see a big change, drastic change overnight. We can't expect that on 31st of December, we will sleep with one mindset and on the 1st of January, we will wake up a complete different person. No, we have to set small goals and try to follow them uh, each day, every single day. This gradual progress will help us uh, becoming better human beings, better people, both spiritually, both, you know, uh, and spiritually and in worldly sense as well. In every way, basically, we can become better human beings. Let, let, just to give an example. Yeah. If somebody wishes, as I gave an example of losing weight, becoming healthier, if someone says that every day I'm going to run, I'm going to go exercise every day, then instead of such, you know, for this person who has not been regular at it and he says that I'm going to run every day for 30 minutes, even if he starts running for five minutes every day, even two minutes every day. In some books I've read that they say that if a person wants to uh, start exercising, even if he does one push-up a day to begin with, that will get him into the habit of doing that consistently over a longer period of time. And of course, he will be, you know, uh, uh, improving uh, his, his habit and doing more and more each day. So in case of running or exercising, even if you small for, start for two minutes or five minutes, you will achieve a lot. If you, if you wish to be, become more, more scholarly, if you wish to become more knowledgeable, then of course you need to read more. Right? Either may it be religious reading or leisure yeah. reading. Start small. Say that I'm going to read just one page per day. And when you do that, you know, if in the previous year you were not reading any at all, any pages at all, by the end of the next year, you might have read 365 pages only if you were reading one page a day. Yeah. So this is that advice of Holy Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, that even if it is small, but consistency is there, we can achieve a lot. And so this is, you know, what I've given examples, eating or exercising or reading short-term goals, something that we want to do every day for, you know, our entire lives even. But if there are long-term goals, for example, if somebody wants to become a better cook, 
if someone wants to start their own company somebody wants to become successful at some you know one thing or another thing then for that person he should plan his goals over a period of time and those goals should be realistic for example if somebody starts um a, a, you know um, a business uh, on the 10th of january for example and then he says that by 30th before the end of the month i want uh, i want to have uh, you know uh, uh, customers lined up outside my shop every single day well it, it might happen but that kind of planning because it is uh, nearly impossible to follow through what will happen is that he will not be able to achieve his goal either and then he will give up much quicker than if he planned it out right by putting small small goals throughout the year and reaching his uh, you know main goal end goal uh, giving it a realistic deadline or due date then he will be able to achieve it more so this is this uh, you know the advice of holy prophet muhammad peace be upon him uh, where he says that the acts most pleasing to allah are those which are done continuously even if they are small it can be applied to every aspect of life and it will bring if we are able to do everything whatever we do in our lives with consistency we will see much better results and this does not just apply to worldly goals such as financial goals or health related goals but even to our spirituality as well for example if i say that uh, every day i am going to spend 5 uh, minutes or 10 minutes praying to god other than what i already do now that is a small goal practicable goal that i can do every single day and this how we you know uh, i'm not just improving my life in this world but i'm also improving my my hereafter the eternal life so this is um, uh, you know a few ideas uh, from the holy quran and saying yeah. of the holy prophet muhammad peace and blessings be upon him how we can improve ourselves or our odds at achieving our new year's resolutions Thank you Imam Tariq Azim and of course it is very important to set goals that you know are achievable and one thing i think we should also know is that when you intend to set a goal or when you intend to achieve certain things the kind of companies we keep is also vital to either enabling us to achieve it or discouraging us because if you set a goal to do exercise and the one you keep the company is not interested in it you would eventually leave that so you should also look to people who have similar goals and share your company with in line with achieving those the second verse you quoted from the holy quran which is chapter number 18 verse 24 there is something that i believe we need also to stress that when certain goals we should always remember that um everything is in the hands of god the verse continues to say that accept the will of allah or if allah wills meaning that when we make plan we should give a space and say that all the things i intend to do are in the control of god the almighty and should all things be equal with regards to my health everything that god has blessed me with then of course i'm going to carry it along and that's why with muslims anytime a muslim intends to do something you would commonly hear the word insha allah that is allah's will so i would not say that i am going to travel tomorrow without adding the word insha allah i cannot 
you know, see myself saying that I'm going to give this to somebody without saying inshallah. So it has become part and parcel of our, you know, day-to-day -day activities that anytime we intend to do something, we should also keep God in the equation because without him, nothing can be possible. Imam Tariq Azim, what, what uh, will be your last statement for, for our listeners entering the year 2021? I pray that Allah the Almighty make our country um, safe and you know, um, secure in every single way. May Allah Ta'ala protect our people uh, from the harms of coronavirus or any other such viruses that may come in the future. May Allah the Almighty protect us from uh, the already problems that we have been facing for many, many years, such as violence and other crime-related issues. And I pray that Allah the Almighty uh, removes injustice or helps us move towards equity and justice in the year 2021 so that in the years coming, we continue to become uh, better and just uh, in all our dealings and not just in Jamaica, but across the globe, inshallah. Thank you very much, Imam Tariq Azim, once again. And this is all that time would allow us on today's program. And of course, the first program in the year 2021. And I must also say that Imam Tariq Azim joined us outside, you know, the country. So you might notice that somehow the lines were not connecting as, you know, we would always would have it. Thank you very much also for our dear listeners. We are very glad that um, you have time always to join us um, throughout the program and also take what you should, you know, learn about Islam. It is our prayer, it is our collective prayer that this year, 2021, in spite of um, the challenges that the, you know, the global crisis is presenting to us, God, the Almighty, should make it, you know, productive and also fruitful for all of us. And going forward, as we learn from the program, in the course of the program, things that we know can, you know, hinder our progress, we should leave them behind and, you know, adopt new measures of doing things without doing the same thing all the time, expecting a different result. May the good Lord be our keeper and also protect all of us, take us through this year in peace so that at the end of the year, we come here again and render thanks to him. From the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, it's a happy new year to all, love for all and hatred for none. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Salli ala
ಕಶಫದ್ದುಜ ಬಿಜಮಾಲಿ ಬಲಗಲುಲ ಬಿಕಮಾಲಿ ಕಶಫದ್ದುಜ ಬಿಜಮಾಲಿ ಹಸುನ ಜಮೀಯೋ ಖಿಸಾಲಿ ಸಲ್ಲೇಯಲಾ ಮೊಹಮ್ಮದಿನ್ 